This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. That's when the cannibalism started. Side stories. Yes. Man, I'm about to go on vacation, bro. I, I know what you're up to, buddy. I know the. Do you think the... I'll become different after vacation? Well, hopefully you can relax a little bit, you know, you not be such a little tyrant. Yeah, that might yeah, work. Yeah, you think I'm a little fucking tyrant? Well, not after vacation, perhaps. That's the whole point of vacation. Well, you that just. Sleep. With fucking one eye open in this life. Uh huh. Yeah, you, know you do. Who's coming? You know well, who's coming? I don't know about all that. I always say sleep with both eyes closed. That's the only way to get to the REM sleep, uh, which is quite key to yeah. having a good night's rest. So you're that's having very important. a good episode so far. Oh, absolutely nailing it. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Side Stories. I am Ben Kissel with the mm. newly refreshed. I mean, you know, just the man who knows how to relax more than anybody else. He is a real Rodney Dangerfield of relaxation. Henry Zabrowski. Love to relax. Live I know you do. To relax. You know, it's just. Like what do we do for a living? It's we ha- we have fun, right? We yuck it we, up. Yeah, we yuck it up. That's what we do. Yeah. But when mm-hmm. you're yucking it up, the thing is, is that you want to make sure that you're, you you got to get the rest of your life has to be just as yuck filled mm-hmm. as your job. Sure. And sometimes the balance gets off because you spend so many times making yucks for other people that you're not spending enough time making yuck for yourself. That's right. Make yucks for yourself. Uh, if you're a listener out there and you haven't had a yuck in a while. Um, please, first of all, never say the word yuck as much as we're currently saying it. I hate the term. I It reminds me of all the comedy clubs that rejected me when I was coming up in this <laughs> wonderful institution of the entertainment industry. Oh, I, yeah. was, I was rejected from the Yuck Yuck Hut, from a place called uh, Snickers. There's also a place <laughs> called Grins. Um, I don't Ugh. know why comedy clubs choose to be so ominous with their names, but indeed they are places where hellacious things happen. The concept of a, a restaurant or a bar called Grins Ugh. is very scary to me. Because I just think of a bunch of like people who have died of like a wasting disease and the skin is pulled back from their teeth to reveal these like just horrible permanent grimaces on their skull meat. Welcome to Grins today on the menu. We have poutine. And yeah, and I hope you like soup in a cup. It's all we have. (laughs) All our food is designed to give you diarrhea. Honestly, comedy clubs are named the worst names in the entertainment industry. Anyway, all right. So we have a bunch of fun ish stories to get to yeah, some so? are some are worse than others but i think we we have to do first we have to talk about one of the worst terror attacks in the history of the world of course we covered them in our series on um shonrikyo they're back in the news a little bit well it's uh, not one of the worst attacks in the world because there's been obviously ones that have higher body pounds there've obviously well, there were ones with higher body counts there are there are but what they tried to do it was more of what their idea was was really fucked up in comparison to what they actually did. 
Well, absolutely. They made it one uh, one hell of a horrible subway ride for a lot of people, and they destabilized the folks of Tokyo, and they, the people of Tokyo said, can we trust the system? Can we trust the government? If these people are allowed to pull off the sarin, uh, attack that they were able to pull off. So a Tokyo court on Wednesday ordered, now, Henry, what is the name of this person? Alef? It's A-L-P-H. Is it Alef? I believe it is Alef. Yes. Aleph. Now, she is the main successor of the Umshin Rikyo doomsday cult. Now, she, because of that, she has been ordered to pay one billion yen in damages to the victims of the Tokyo subway sarin attack that shook the country. Of course, that was in March of 1995. My question is this. Does she one have billion a billion yen? Is- what is yeah, that? Yeah, that's almost $9 million. Does she have, like, is the Umshin Rikyo piggy bank really that runneth over with, no. with yen? I mean, absolutely where, not. No. Yeah, but where would they even get money if they tried? Who Who is buying, like, a pin? What, what do you do? Start do a people, podcast? What do you do when that happens in real life? Like, if you get, like, a civil judgment where you're supposed to spend a certain amount of money and you don't have this money, can you just go to a judge and be like, I do not have this money. I mean, maybe if you're in my cousin Vinny, you can do it like that, and perhaps the judge will sympathize with your small-minded ways and just realize you're a local yokel who is getting raked over the coals. When it comes to this woman, I guess you just garnish her wages until the $9 million of 1 billion yen are paid off. Also, why did she want to be the success? Like, Did she volunteer for this position? Because... Once once the head is dead, um, why even be the successor for Umption Rikio? They are patiently waiting for the next wave. They are very determined. They are oh. the, the they are they believe that they are the next wave of humankind, which so, I get they stick into their guns. I was actually wondering if they you can even file for bankruptcy in Japan. I, I think can a cult, beca- can a cult you file? Like, I mean if you're a group, but I don't think that they are a group. I think it would just go on a left. I didn't realize so um so obviously the the terror attack again it killed 29 folks uh injured 6000 and of course that resu- resulted in the indictment of 192 people and that could have been worse if they didn't mess up the one bomb uh that they wanted to have go off as well so I mean I guess we got kind of lucky that it was only as horrible as it is so you think there's people uh, st- that still believe in the Umshin Rikyo ideas I never I thought that this cult kind of died with the hanging no, dude. They are well. They are alive and well. There are still sects all over. It's kind of like what happened with uh, the uh, what's but Order of the Solar Temple and the uh, Heaven's Gate. They still have these little kind of satellite groups. It's like seeds where they okay. hope that one day that, that the if the fever can catch on again, that they they kind of toe the line and they they keep it alive. Apparently, so the cultists of this group, they renamed themselves Aleph in 2000, and then in July of that year, the group apologized, like, thank you for the apology, I guess, um, to the victims and agreed to pay 900 million yen um, to them by 2005 through an administrator as the group had de- had declared, to answer that question, had declared bankruptcy. Since then, Aleph paid a certain amount to the victim's supporters, but withheld the payment of the demanded amount, claiming it had no assets to repay the debt. So, I mean, they don't have any assets. They don't so, have anything, and you can't, you can't pay for things that are hoping to dream. Right, Kissel? You can't just pay just because, you. oh, I wish I could pay it. If yep. I could, I would. But it doesn't really work like that. No, absolutely not. So this judge, Judge Tanaka, ordered a left to pay the 1.2 billion uh, yen plus interest, taking into account the ma- the amount returned over the 19 years. At the news conference held after the Tokyo court ruling on Wednesday, attorneys representing the victims in the lawsuit said that they were content with the court's decision, saying the judge apparently recognized the plaintiff's claims. The compensation money will be paid to 517 victims and surviving family members, but if I'm these victims, I guess I'm not holding my breath. Yeah, I feel like you're just gonna, you just kind of, I don't know, you got your sorry? So is that the only thing that matters? Is that you got someone to say I'm sorry to you, and then that's all that, you know, I guess that's good enough? I mean, can you really apologize? Like, I mean, could the terrorists on 9-11, could they just come back and be like, sorry, sorry, is it like a a Canadian sorry where you know they're not sorry, but they're just saying sorry? We just kind of, we had a lot of growing up to do, 
And now that we've taken the time to really sit and do the reading, uh-huh. we now know it was wrong to bring down those towers. Yes, and wrong to kill 29 people uh, that are commuting I, from work. And I agree with them. It is wrong. It and is I'm, wrong. Again, thank you for the apology. I say let him go. Okay. Let him go. Let him go back from the street because who knows what a left will do now that she that once you give her like a, a you know like she could pick her up by her bootstraps she could start like a her own version of goop. Or instead of putting jade eggs up your pussy, it's all just new ways to create nerve gas that just actually give you the nerve to stick to that diet. Wow. See, now that would be a positive attack. Why not? Everyone Positive needs a attack. Positive attack. See, that's a funny idea. That's a sketch right there. Someone just right. send that to Saturday Night Live mm, because yes. they are just on fire right now. I know. I saw Michael Che, our good friend, roundtabler of the year multiple times in a row. He, he was able to wrestle at WrestleMania. In uh, with Colin Jost, but Michael, of course, is our friend, and um, they were pretty good. They were yeah. pretty good. It was it was compelling stuff, and uh, we'll we'll talk about wrestling a little bit later on here in this episode as well. Che is Che is the only good thing about that show, and I'm very happy for him. Oh yeah, very happy, I'm very, very, very happy. happy. Um, All right, I want to talk about this story of a man. Huh. You know, people say horse girls, right? Like girls love horses. Oh yeah, sure. Um, people love horses, their beauty, their majesty. People love to eat horse, even though no, it's not I very tasty. I, I didn't really think, enjoy it. No, I don't think you ne- you never eat. Henry, can you just make a commitment right now to all of the horse people that listen, the ones who like to ride the horses, pet the horses, and say thank you for being my friend horse, that you're never going to eat horse meat again? I cannot in good faith make that promise. God, what? You don't even like it. I don't, I know, but I but also, what? when you're in a, when you're at like, let's say we go to some place, we're going to be in a lot of places this year, we're going to be in Australia, we're going to be in the UK, we're going to be all these spots, if someone's going to eventually be like, Ace, oh, I got some fresh horse for you, like right. if they tell you and they present you, be like, there you go, it's horse cereal, who's made out of horse, horse yos, like they do it, and you're in their home, if you're in their hut, yeah, yeah. or if you're in their Pueblo, right, right. you got to take it or else you're rude. No, that that is true. Once presented with food, as every Italian person will tell you, if you don't at least have a bite, you're completely screwed. That's what screwed over Dukakis, but I've already told that story. And you, uh, several times. Yes, several times. It's a story I know, so I tell you it over and over again. Haunted by Dukakis. Oh yeah. But how uh, old were you when Dukakis was even running? I was seven. My parents kept on calling him Dudu Kaka, which is probably why uh, Donald <laughs> Trump was able to uh, to win this whole thing. Because that Dudu Kaka sh- sitting in the tank over there, I know he's lying. He's the closest thing he's ever been to is a tank of a car that'll take him to the gay bar. Yeah, that's basically the <laughs> the Rush Limbaugh criticism of, of Dukakis at the time. Um, um, all right. But this is a story. Man with history of pleasuring himself near horses strikes twice in hmm. 24 hours. The Batman villain that got cut out of Batman 4 is alive and well in reality. A man with a long history of performing sex acts near horses has done it again oh, for the no. second time in 24 hours. Malcolm Downs, 61, has a long, long history, quote, quote, unquote, of pleasuring himself near horses and was last before the courts in 2016 when he was jailed for what a judge called his totally disgusting behavior. Uh-huh. Downs, he has been, pra- he said he was planning a doctor's visit to seek libido-suppressing drugs. He wanted to go. He uh-huh. really, he wanted to go. So he was seen in a field uh-huh. jerking off in the town of Bransholm in Ull, Hull. I think this is in the UK. Yes, it is. All right. So they saw him. He's out in the field. He does look like a ghastly, horse horny scarecrow with hair, patches of hair just glued to the top of his head. He looks like a character that Toby Hooper might cast in the 1970s or 1980s to just hang outside of a rest area and just to make the mood creepy. Just one of those characters that doesn't have any other role, like Friday the 13th, where it's like, ooh, that town's got a death curse. That's the only role. You get a ball taxi? Mm -hmm. Oh, you get here by horse. Because if you did, oh, I'd like to take a look at the others of that big sexy beast. Uh, but no, I think he, you just described a cow. I think don't horses have udders? No, they don't have udders. Well, how no, do you they, get the milk? 
They don't. They don't milk a horse. Yeah, I don't no, think you milk a horse. Get, horses have milk that they feed to their children. Yeah, but I don't to the calves. But I don't think horses have udders. Do horses? Oh my have goodness! Udders. Looking it up. Look it up. See what. Fortunately, see what, problems with the horse's mammary glands are fairly uncommon. A mare who has never been pregnant usually has a very small udder, <laughs> which is barely visible except for just two teats. All right, there you go. So not so like you a can horse. jerk off to that. I now, guess this guy did. So he was in the field. Uh, and a member of the public was 200 yards away and originally thought that Downs was just urinating. Mm-hmm. Prosecutor Neil Coxon told Hull Crown Court, it soon became clear he was in fact masturbating. This activity went on for three or four minutes. His penis was exposed for about 10 minutes. The matter All was right. reported to the police and he was arrested. Now, Downs, and, and while he was interviewed, he said, well, I was sitting on a bench. I was feeling sexy, so I started to, and he mimicked the ver- the the hand motion of jerking off. Mr. Cox had said, he asked if he realized if, if this was an offense. Did he realize that this was a crime? And Malcolm Malcolm Down said, yes. Oh, right. Well, so, that, that's, that's that good. was a part so of it. I, I guess it would have been better if he was just urinating and perhaps, you know, a long night of drinking. Pissing on the you- horses? I don't know. Well, this is the interesting thing here. So he was not actually touching the horses. He says he felt sexy. How do we know that the horses were what was making him feel so sexy? Because he said several times that I like jerking off at horses. <laughs> Down said he knew that he would, what he was doing was wrong, but he didn't do it to draw attention to himself. He was sorry, which is like, yeah, of course he didn't do it to draw attention to himself. No, no. He was trying to draw attention to his penis to the horses. Yes. Um, but the officer, basically, Downs was charged and released on bail, and so he left. But 24 hours later, he was seen by an off-duty female in the same, uh, an off-duty female police officer doing the same shit in the same field. I don't officer know. That doesn't sound was driving good. along the road towards home bargains when her attention was drawn to the defendant at the end of an emergency access road, and he had his penis in his hand and was masturbating. Yeah, and so Downs was arrested again the same day, uh, and he was candid and he was straightforward. He's a straight shooter, which I think is great. Uh, yes, he did confirm he thought he had a problem. Ask why he did this in particular in public. He said he got a thrill, even though he knew it was wrong, and he accepted if children had been in the area and seen what he was doing, that would have frightened them. He accepted he had a problem and he required help. Absolutely. Well, that's that's the first step to getting yourself weaned off of publicly masturbating around horses. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. How else can that happen without taking the first step to recovery by saying, yes, I understand it's not right. I understand children could have been present, and present, and dare I say, I'm going to cut back to just twice a week. And see what I'm doing here? I've got my wrist. See, I've got my wrist here. I'm going to give it a bit of a... Beaver slap there. Oh, slap on the wrist. And rest. that is all I need to know how bad it is to do my lovely act. Well, my I'll... lovely, lovely act. Look <sighs> at them beautiful mares in the field. And the best part is you can't get them pregnant. Well, I you think get... you're... Mr. Downs, I think you're regressing a little bit with your treatment. You're still calling it a wonderful act, a lovely act. That's not what it is. It's, it's actually love, a... isn't it? No, no. Isn't sex just love? No, so well, why not... can't I go up to the mare and show how much I love it? Well, give well, it a bit of a tug, a bit of a crub. Well, you can give it some food. Maybe uh, you ride it. And, and I'm take not care gay. No, okay. Well, very oh, good. I, I make sex with it. That's how I show I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this is now Downs. Uh, he has a long, long history of this. Yeah. Evidently, he has been arrested 35 times, 12 times for masturbating near horses, and nine times for uh, violating a restraining order that banned him from, quote, from entering any field or stable or any other area that contains equin, equ, 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 what, aquarian, equinine? What do you call Equ- it? Equinine. Equinine. I don't know. Horses. Aquarian. Aquarian? Equinine. Equinine. It's a horse. He can't go to places that have horses in yeah. the Humberside police area. God. Wow. Good for him, though, I guess. I guess now he'll really change. And I'm really proud of him. I hope so. I hope so. 
The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast? Your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You bet your dog. You're going to learn about Bark. It's the company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay. Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for their little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little bugs and rats and oh they love their life and they love them they love what bark box brings because bark box brings the bark and puts it in a box yep to get your free upgrade go to barkbox.com slash l-e-f-t this podcast is brought to you by squarespace finding work-life balance can be tough but squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text and that helps you save time i know i'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse picks now part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts now so what i've done to do is like so while i'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders. I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Every day. I fight to set my child up for success, which is why, as I sit and read Carmi and Wendy Dune, trying to explain to them the concepts of the savior complex not working, doubling back on itself, the concept of what does it mean to be a living God? What are those limitations? What are those expectations? And honestly, I know they just want chicken, but there are kids out there that need. This type of direct help. And IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them understand and master topics in a fun way. Not unlike me, reading children, Dune Messiah, getting to about 365, seeing where they're at, see if they understand anything. There's no more grading these worksheets. IXL grades everything itself. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. You can't even believe it! You don't want to make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And last podcast in the left listeners could get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash left. Visit IXL.com slash left to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. I I, mean, uh, I th- was being sarcastic. I think that this will always be a problem for him. <laughs> I don't. I hope I not. He, I mean, I, I w- think w- that he needs. Uh, I think the term would be a do-over mm-hmm. uh, on his life. Well, I think so- that something something froze back in the day. I'll never understand these things. I don't understand fucking horses or dogs no. or cats or I don't care how horny you got to be. How horny do you have to be to strangle an animal enough position in order to fuck it? I don't know. I don't know. There's that documentary Zoo, which mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess if you want to ruin a date or a full weekend, 
The way they talk about having sex with animals is so bizarre. It is a real thing. There's no denying that. The, they talk about the love of them. Yes, the exactly. Love of their body and how much you love them. And she's being like, I love Wendy. I'm not yeah. fucking her. No, no, definitely not. I'm um, not uh, fucking her. Uh, well, the way that you say it does make me. I'm the not audience, fucking her. Well, I don't. And really I will not stand for these accusations. Well, no one even made any of those. I accusations. will not fuck this dog, no, no matter how much no. money anybody pays me. Okay, no one said that you would. I don't be. care what this audition requires. All right. Well, unless John Waters is doing another Pink Flamingos, I think you'll be okay. It's okay um, if it's not mine, right? I don't think it's ever okay, Mr. Downs, no. And I don't think you have enough money to own a horse, so All it's right, never yours. Hey, you're a big lad. How long are you, you long boy? You want to jerk off to me? Well, you're going to put this horse head mask on first. <laughs> Honestly, if that if that is much more legal than what you're currently doing. So, you, again, little baby steps. Put a horse head on a friend of yours. How much just... money would it take? Honestly. Like, straight up real. Job offer, billionaire shows up. Hey, will you stand in a field on all fours with this horse costume on, and I'm just going to jerk off at you? How much money? Uh, Ten million bucks. Hundred million bucks. I'm going to go yeah. hundred million just to shoot really? high, and then he's going to negotiate me down to fifty. That much that, money? Well, I want a lot of money, so hopefully, if he really, really wants it, and if he's a true billionaire, then everything's fine. What if he's got a bill? What if he's got a budget of five million? Well, you know, we'll have to talk. We'll have to negotiate. See if I can't get any. Uh, Maybe you got, maybe I can get some stock or something like that in Apple because I'm assuming you're talking about Bill Gates. I no, Bill Gates is trying to give his money to charity. He's not going to waste it. I'm talking about somebody like I'm like uh, Robert Downey Jr. Ah, well, you never know. He's got to get it out of his system somewhere. You remember when he was a drug addict? I remember when he was having all the fun in the world, but then he got sad and had to get clean. That happens Ugh. a lot. That's the story arc of many drug addicts. Um, and, of course, Tim Cook is the man in charge of Apple. Microsoft is Bill Gates, just so I just to clear that up, because I know a lot of people would say, mm, technically, Tim Cook is the head of Apple. And if you think about how interesting that is, you can remember it by saying, oh, what do apples do? If you put them in an oven, they cook. That so then you no can sense. remember that. I don't know. Honestly, it does not make any sense. It doesn't. Um, all right. Well, speaking of food. Uh, here we go. Now, this guy should probably eat a couple more apples. Am I okay. right, Henry? Yeah, All sure. Right. Actually, uh, I feel like maybe he could just uh, he could cut back on some of the calories. A but, couple. you know, I guess everybody everybody is beautiful. Everybody is beautiful in its own right. That is absolutely true. Uh, this man, it's not his body that got him in trouble. It's more of the actions that uh, he did with that yes. body. A man who abused Virgin Airlines staff deemed too fat for jail. This now, is this a true is deeper, story. deeper, man. No, this is not Deeper Deeper Man. This is, a, this is a different guy. Evidently, this is an epidemic on airlines where people are just very large and obnoxious. I don't know. This guy is also it's a ghost. It's called pulling a Duke Harkonnen. Oh, that is, that, that's what I would that. say. If you, are, if you are fat enough to be a terrorist <laughs> by just your actions, you are a Duke Harkonnen. So this man, he's not just obnoxious. He's also a ghost hunter. And so what he did to Virgin Airlines, it's kind of Cartman-esque or Bart Simpson-esque. Mm -hmm. All he would do is make phone calls to Virgin Airline workers then abused and uh, that abused, demeaned, and threatened them over the phone. He was deemed too fat for jail. Paranormal investigator, his name is Cade Jones, told the Brisbane <laughs> District Court he was in too much pain to stand in court to plead guilty to two counts of using a carriage service to harass. The court, has, uh, the, the court heard he abused and threatened staff at the airline in June of 2000 2017, leaving them feeling quote scared, belittled, upset, and degraded. So now, what would he what would he do? So he'd call and he'd oh that's what he says. You were Jones refused to identify himself on the yep. calls, but proceeded to threaten staff with legal action, made racial slurs, mm -hmm. and refused to believe he was talking to someone based in Brisbane. Yeah, which I don't even understand why he would be so upset. The person's like, I'm I am in Brisbane. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, I know for a fact you're not. Oh, don't you fucking know? I know you fucking know. I'm trying mm. to do a Australian, <laughs> but very, very large. Because it's like, all right, then. All right, then. All right, then. All right, then. You bit of a muffin. Yeah. You think you're better than me? That's because, because my belly's bigger than your whole body. You can tell me I can't sit in the plane. 
Well, that does sound like a little bit of a a little a little lard in the throat there. I think that I, worked out well. So, I tell you what, though, he looks cool with the sunglasses. He does. He wears his sunglasses at night, probably because uh, he uh, has a hard time. I don't even know. I Jones think it's there. They have to be prescription. Yeah, Jones had already been placed on a watch list with the airline, which was which banned him from flying with them in 2010. After he made the phone calls, Jones has been convicted of similar offenses on three other occasions, dating back to 19. 19- 98. So he was sentenced to 12 months in prison, uh, but then ordered he be released on $2,000 for good behavior. And uh, Basically, he's on parole for five years. Basically, he's on parole for five years. Judge Lori said if he harassed people over the phone again, he would be sent behind bars regardless of... Of his weight, so this guy actually did everything right. It's not the not the harassing phone calls, but when it comes to being too fat to jail, I didn't think that that was possible. Um, but evidently, he found a way to to get a, get out of jail. He got a free get out of jail card. Of course, he'll probably die of a massive heart attack at any point here. He is yeah, probably large. yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is that he yeah he beat the system. Yeah, he's the did. genius. We're the idiots. Yeah, this is the, it's, it's true. He gamed the system. He's out of jail now, get to do whatever the hell it is he wants to do. Honestly, prison might have almost been good for him because maybe the the lack of the getting to your favorite foods or whatever could help you lose some of the weight, but it's not really yeah. it. It's about, like, you, you know, you got to change your whole lifestyle and you got to add you some do. exercise in there. But, of course, with prison, as we know, with all the great prison documentaries like Lock Up and Lock Up Raw, um, what do they like to eat? They like the ring dings. They got their Snickers bars. The whole canteen, prison canteen, is just Doritos and Twix and everything that a child could want. It's comfort um, so foods. It's, it's comfort foods, um, honey buns. So I think he may have just ended up growing to this size of his cell. Um, mm. almost like, uh, almost like juggernaut, uh, in the most, in the most recent, uh, Deadpool too, just becoming massive in there. And really maybe he would have had fun. I don't know. It's a good way. It's a good defense because yeah. you just get bigger and bigger and bigger. I mean, it's definitely not an incentive for him to lose weight because what if he does lose weight? If he does, I wonder if they're going to be like, oh, now you fit. So I'm sorry. You're going to prison as opposed to having probation for five years. This guy is going to be on my 600 pound life at some point. I will say, with with the way his life is, it's easy to keep an eye on him. Yeah, but he's got to wait wherever the chair's going. That's it. He's got to wait until after the promotion. Or after- I don't know see you can find me. I want to see what you're going to do about what I'll do because now I'm free. And then they just put the brakes on the wheelchair. It's like At- oh, <laughs> he's now having fun. Now I can't go anyway. Oh, I just have to sit here and look at for ghosts. It's sort of morning. Walking around looking in the closets for ghosts. There's nothing I find in here but empty pizza boxes. Well, mm. this is a sad. This is a sad time for me. Actually, I thought I'd be celebrating. Well, but I mean, I'm that, not. No, you're not celebrating. You have to stay fat, or otherwise you're going to go back to jail. And I mean, what is this? When you're when you're a ghost hunter, you don't have to be the most agile. But you know, you sometimes you got to sneak into into uh, hard places, abandoned hospitals. You got to be a, agile, a little agile. I don't see how this guy could have even found any ghosts whatsoever. He doesn't seem like a very active person. Oh, Who's calling wait. this guy to find the ghost? Hey, we go with your he's a plasm. I'll feel some plasm coming in. Uh oh, it came dribbling out. Oh, I was just jerking off. Yeah, I think oh. that was well. I thought maybe it might be um, a little. I'm sorry dump to as everyone. Well. I'm sorry yeah. about this. It's a cheap. It's a cheap way to make a joke. It's it a is. cheap way to get a ghost. And it's also another crime that you have just committed in the oh, courtroom. Oh, I just yeah. stumble and everything. Eh? No, no. Uh, this man looks. He the picture of him is intense. He is a serious dude. Um, he he wears all black because black is very thin or, or slimming, and uh, so he looks he looks good. He looks the good. sheer just mass that he has on from his temples. Yeah. He has meat on his temples that are that is so thick, it actually makes his normal sunglasses wraparounds. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love it. Um, big old boys. And of course, if this was the case in the United States, uh, our prison system would see probably a 20% reduction of inmates because we're a big people here. We are a big people. By the way, you can get uh, the Ben Kissel Truth shirts. Now they're in 4X and 3X because we had some complaints and I did not realize um, that they were just in 2X. So you can get your shirts. That's get your shirts. Get your shirts. But I don't think that this would um, really work out here in the States if people were deemed too fat to imprison because there are some big ones out there. 
No, dude. And, um, you know. It's the ultimate game. Again, it's yeah. Homer Simpson. Uh, I'm going to do this story. We're going down to Brazil. Ooh. A young girl, 18-year-old girl, she, uh, she has been uh, labeled a cannibal for oh. eating her five-year-old brother's penis after torturing him to death and severing his head in a black magic ritual, which is, in all my magical reading, not a ritual. Oh, my goodness. What the? This is not what Brazil is known for. It's known for, for big old butts and, and good oh, yeah. times and beaches. Oh, and, uh, and uh, oh, we've ever had uh, really nice uh, Brazilian barbecue. Have, we done oh. that? Have I done that with you? Oh, yeah. No, I don't think we've done it together, but I've had it, and it with is a delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I had the little chicken hearts. I love chicken hearts, right? The little, like, little, little thin little rapier with chicken hearts on it. <sighs> and it kind of, now that I think about it, it could be a bunch of little boys' penises. I don't know. I mean, either way, I don't even, well, obviously it's worse if it would be the uh, the latter, but I don't think you need to be eating skewers full of chicken hearts. Have you had it? Have you had it? No, I, no that's Ooh. the giblets. It's like when you get the turkey home and they got all the giblets in the bag. I, I'm not a giblet guy. No, you're just a weird, you're a strange man. One man's trash is another man's treasure. It's a chicken heart. A teenage girl in Brazil has allegedly confessed to torturing her five-year-old brother to death before Mm. eating his severed penis. Police are investigating the possibility that the crime was linked to a black magic ritual because the body was found on the floor surrounded by several candles. I think she was using the candles for visibility. I don't know. Now, her name is Katrina Roque. Uh, Malcion Roque's heavily mutilated body was found by his mother on Thursday night after a relative broke into the family's house in Sao Roque, southeast Brazil, to find an 18-year-old Karina standing beside the child's remains. Detectives Uh-oh. say the victim's corpse was found with grotesque injuries. Ugh. The head was partially decapitated. There were knife wounds to the wrist. Both eyeballs had been pierced. Jeez. The feet had been burned, and the sister claimed she had... Cut off her brother's genitals uh, and eaten it. Well, according you know, to police, yes. At least she got right to the big part of the story. You know, at oh, least she yeah. didn't just be like, "Oh yeah, we got into some arguments." At least she just jumped right to like all of its heinous, and then like, what puts it over the edge? Just he, let us know. He was watching nothing but Minecraft videos, and oh. I wanted to watch my makeup tutorial, so I cut his penis off. Oh. Now, according to police, the mother just went shopping, leaving her son in the care of her daughter. When she returned, she discovered the front door locked. Apparently, the accused refused to let the mother in the house. The desperate woman was only able to gain access after the door was kicked down. Mm. The horrific scene was so macabre that the mother, who police have not named, had to be supported by neighbors as she passed out from the shock, which I can fucking imagine. Oh, yeah. I mean, how she long bolted was, out of the house? How long was she shopping for? How okay? Does that if you're the mom of this? Now I'm not blaming her whatsoever, but it's like you got to kind of know this 18 year old girl. Maybe shouldn't be trusted with the kids. I mean, is this just the first thing that someone does wrong, or is this just a lead up from a series of other horrible things? I don't know. This is like from what I have read. It seemed to be this was a this is a surprise. It seems um, like a bit of a surprise. It seems yeah. a surprise. Family members reportedly told police that the teen had never really given any problems before. She was quiet and reserved and had mm. always taken care of her brother. And then she finally really took care of her brother. I, this is, oh, because the suspect in charge with murder and the attempted murder of her fucking uncle, oh. too. Because she was trying to get out of the house and she fucking freaked out and stabbed her uncle. Oh, my goodness. All right. No, so she- I mean, she was just either powered by the, the power of the devil, which, from my information, mostly that means you make some killer fucking heavy metal music. Sure. Or you end up in an hours-long Reddit debate with somebody about the First Amendment. Those well- are the two types of Satanists. <laughs> where it's like, you're either of a course- fun Satanist or you're a long-winded Political Satanist. Well, I like the First Amendment cases. Those are very funny to me. Um, but it's and, always hey, that. It is. I love that. So, yeah, as Henry mentioned, she she injured her uncle. But uh, this is according to Detective Anderson Goez. Uh, the uncle was hit and injured by a stone. And then um, this next bit of detail is then she bit the family dog. Oh, yeah, she bit the dog. Well, she was re- being restrained by relatives. She bit the family dog. <laughs> what is- she's like a tiny girl, too. She's like a little, like, like, like little, you know, she's like a little sprite. I don't know. I mean, again, they 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 did some tests to she to see if she was under the influence of drugs. I don't. They don't say if she I, was or no. not. 
No, it does not. It, it is not um, revealed. It just sounds like I'm. Mean, this to me is a high on life scenario. I, like, don't this does, know. I don't know if this is drugs because a lot of times. Do you remember that year? We we, I, there was, we covered this many years ago. But the guy that the the famous case of yeah, the homeless it, dude eating the other homeless dude's face. The Miami zombie. Blame, yeah, they're yep. blaming bath salts and doing, yep. all, that, doing all that shit. But the, all the, his uh, blood tests came back clear. Yep. He was and fucking to, sober. He was totally sober. That is 100% true. I These guess are he things just had a, sober people decide to do. Ooh. Travis, looking at you. I know, Travis Morningstar. He's looking at your penis, because think about it. Your no, penis he's is not. at least no, four or not. five bites. At least well, to get Because you have to pull and tug. You got to tug and tug and tug and get all sections of it at a time. Because you're not getting that all. Like, I'm not saying you're, it's not about you having a huge penis, but a penis is hard to fucking rip off. All right. Well, that's Henry Zabrowski uh, impersonated a, a demonic pug for some ah, reason. Yeah, ah, I don't ah, know. That's Travis chewing on your penis. All right. Well, well you know like, what? That give is me a raise. Right. Give me a raise. Satan says you need to give me a raise. And, ah, right. He's chewing your penis, and you're like, Travis. <laughs> You're something else. Yes, indeed. I'm sure Travis loves the being involved in your tales. I'm certain uh, he does. I'm certain of it. All right. So this woman, she's going to go away for a long time. I don't think I she's going to so. be on the streets of Brazil anytime soon. I don't know how the prison systems are in Brazil. I'm assuming no matter I don't think there is a prison system that would not uh, sentence this woman to time. Norway. Uh, what, in Norway? No, even in, in Norway. Norway no, dude. You remember with Varg, Varg Vikernes, for that horrible, that very brutal murder of Euronymous. He only went to jail for 20 years. That well, was the, yeah. That's the most, that's the maximum. You could go, I could chew my brother's penis off. I could steal a car. Uh-huh. I could bet against myself in a professional baseball game. Right. And then I'd still just get 20 years. Yeah, and of course, the the last thing is what Pete Rose did, but he bet on his team to win, so put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. That's this my is thoughts a, on that. This is a revisionist history thing you keep going for him, and I actually am with you because I feel like if you explain to your teammates, my money's on the line here, exactly. we have to win, they're going to exactly. work harder. Yeah, absolutely they will. I mean, initially I was like, why don't they like Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame? And they're like, he bet on the game, and then I was like, oh, maybe he bet against his team. Then I found out he bet on his team, and I'm like, more incentive to win. Didn't more Jordan incentive. do the same thing? Jordan was a rabid gambler who, without but, a doubt, bet on his team. But you, th- you think he, he must have bet on the Bulls multiple times. There's I'm sure. no way he didn't because he was very, very proud. Yes, and again, he needs every incentive possible to turn on that sociopathic switch he was able to turn on that led to him being the greatest basketball player of all time. And as a Knicks fan, I vomit just saying that in my mouth, but that just is the reality of the world that we live in. I will say, you know what is almost a relief of this nature of this type of crime? When something is so horrific, like you never really want to come home and find out that your daughter bit the penis off of your son. No, and of course not. And pierce his eyes. And like, you don't want that. No, but no one wants that. You don't. But no. what's nice is it's almost a relief of being like, oh, I could just hit her in the head with a golf club and fucking kill her. Like, she's a monster. And so it eliminates all the gray areas of, like, what do I do about this? How do? How mm-hmm. can I forgive her? Where If you're eating somebody's fucking penis off, you're, like, you're just out of the realm of, right. like, let's sit and talk about what you've done. No, I mean, yo, yeah, this is not a this is not a made for TV movie where the girl was found maybe drinking and driving or something like that. Uh, no, this like, is this is bad. I gotta say, when you, me and your father sat and had a long conversation about this, and we feel that you yes, you did beat you did consume Jeffrey's penis, but um, we're gonna let you go to prom. Really, we think that the afternoon we've spent you've spent in this room here has taught you enough of a lesson. Yeah, reflecting, huh? Yeah, and meanwhile she's there just like ah, just chewing on a summer sausage. <laughs> yeah, and who who's taking her to prom? That's what I want to know. Be careful also, out there. I read stories about that. You remember that there was the artist that uh, he, I believe, he cut off his own penis. Yes, we talked about it that. And served it. We've talked about this before. Yeah, but apparently the penis meat is like very very bad calamari, where it is very very chewy. But right. I also wonder if that's when that's when it's cooked. So, because calamari, mm. if you overcook it, it gets really, really chewy. Mm-hmm, but then I wonder mm-hmm. if the penis is fresh, if it's just like mm-hmm. sashimi. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if it's like what that texture would be. 
Right. And again, this is all being recorded and these are outside thoughts that you're expressing and these are questions that are valid, but perhaps not necessarily needed. We have stretched on this conversation about genital mutilation for a very long time and I give you yeah. credit for that. I we give have you a to, lot of credit. We have to generate content for the people. Live <laughs> from your grave. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's what people gather around, it's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. Each Texas Pete hot sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. This signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It's been at the center of dinner table since 1929 and is still heating things up today. You're definitely going to want to try Every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original, and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor, and their dust-dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce and a flavorful dry rub. Tell you what, the other day I was having myself a good old refried bean burrito, and I wanted a little bit of kick to my morning, so I got myself some chop. Texas Pete sriracha sauce. And I smothered those refried beans and that cheese and them eggs and a whole bunch of chai. And it started off my day correct. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at TexasPete.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and... I guess I can share it here. I, I eat mayonnaise for fun. It's a hobby of mine. And it's an addiction. And it's a daily weight on my life. How much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins. As soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God, I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LastPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LastPod. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt, and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there, and it's going to thrive, and it's going to look real good. And I don't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Live 
from your grave. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, well, I guess not really. But this person, this next person is also totally crazy. Not as crazy as the chick that Henry pontificated about for a good 20 minutes. But this, let's go to Australia. An Australian man blew up a couple's car who beeped at his girlfriend in a McDonald's drive-thru. So an Australian couple found themselves the target of death threats and a car bomb after they beeped at another vehicle in the drive-thru. This is, they were picking up some food at the old Mickey D's in Wollongong. I love the names of Australia. It's Wollongong. We're going to see a lot of these places. We got invited to go to the, uh, where, what was the town we discussed last week the, with the wooden bong? And wooden bong. What's it called? Oh, yeah, it's called it's wooden bong. It's just wooden bong. <laughs> we got invited to wooden bong, and apparently the, they say, like, hopefully they built that wooden bong there, because if not, there's fucking nothing else. Really? Well, yes. the wooden bong would certainly be a treat for tourists and uh, and residents alike. So they were in Wollongong at the McDonald's there. You know, they do have a different McDonald's. They have stranger. What's What are some of the uh, different uh, hamburgers that they have at McDonald's in Australia? Because we should try that. They I know have a they place do... called like Horny Jack's. No, they I don't know. They have a place know. called um, Bagoos. No, I'm talking about McDonald's. McDonald's is a different menu for the Australians. Well, yeah, they could have beer. A lot of times they do that in other countries because they're more advanced than we are. I believe it's called Maccas. Oh, interesting. Bagadoons. I I think it's called Grape Gripes. Yeah. Gripes? He's like, yeah, rhymes with ripes. Like, oh, good, good. I'll remember it then. Either way, there were some gripes here. A woman allegedly veered dangerously close to the unnamed couple's oot or ute. When they uh, when uh, when they honked their horn, she became angry and confronted them in the drive-through. The couple drove away and was like, "All right, nothing really happened. A pretty typical little beeping. Nothing happened." Sure. But this person. This is what's so crazy about this story. Just stewed and stewed for weeks. Uh, she went home and told her partner and even complained to the Wollongong police about the incident. She called the police. Um, the day after the McDonald's altercation, the couple, the couple found the window of their Ford Rodeo had been smashed. Over the next few weeks, they received a torrent of online abuse and threats, which they reported to the Fixated Persons Investigation Unit, the FPIU, which is, <laughs> I didn't even know that existed, the Fixated Persons investigations unit which targets lone wolf extremists uh, believed to be the yes believed to be a future terrorism threat Whoa. so on march 5th things really escalated when their ute was blown up uh, quote a sophisticated explosive had been placed on the vehicle while it was parked in the couple's driveway it only destroyed the car partially but was definitely according to the FPIU strong enough uh, to kill so I will uh, put it this way how do I say this without causing a criminal investigation I can see myself doing this. No, you can no. If someone honks at you, you don't the next day throw a rock through their freaking car window, and then a month later blow it up. You would no, do that? Not that extreme, but I like the idea of extended vengeance. But it was a honk at a McDonald's drive-through. If you're not honking at the McDonald's drive-through, you're not hungry. But That's the whole point. You're grumpy because you're hungry. That's why you get a lot of altercations at drive-throughs because they're the, not full yet. The term is hangry. I first know of it. all, if I'm going to be a cultural fucking scientist here, hey. it's angry. But also, there's something that's not really about the crime at all. It's about the exquisite hunt of the person you viewed as the aggressor. Yes. Right? It's the person, it is the slow but sure, like, where I'm going to find you. You don't know I'm coming for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Every day I'm looking in your windows. I know what your wife looks like yeah, i know obviously. what your lawn is at i'm out there i'm pretending to be a pizza delivery man like knocking the door being like bt and then when they say like i didn't order a pizza like funny i don't know why i'm here then and then we're like i think i recognize that guy from the the play the guy that i uh i honked at at gripes 
Yeah, right. Um, so two people, you know, I, I think this guy is going a little too far. I'm just going to say it. Two people were arrested this past Tuesday at a local BP gas station. Police arrested a 33-year-old man and later his 31-year-old female partner and also seized another pipe bomb, a drone, Whoa. and baton while they were searching their car. Uh, the man <laughs> was charged with two counts of using carriage services to threaten serious harm, two counts of stalk or intimidating using a carriage service to threaten to kill, destroying or damaging property, placing an explosive in or near a vehicle, threatening a witness, and two counts of possessing or using a prohibited weapon. Uh, a prohibited weapon, he will appear in court. Um, so I'm just going to say this. Uh, maybe these people don't necessarily need to be out in public right now. Just take a couple of weeks off, go to the chill tank in jail, and just try to relax yourself. Find Buddhism, maybe. Honestly, they should just go on vacation. It sounds like these people need a vacation from their problems. It does. It does. That's what they need. They need to relax. They need calm.com. We actually we're not even being paid for the we're not being paid for that advertisement. For calm.com? Yeah, we are though on last podcast, but not on side stories. But they could use it. I feel like this is a good example of a time when calm.com would come in oh, to yeah. maybe calm these people down before they decide to commit domestic terrorism. Over this tiny thing at a restaurant. Absolutely. No denying that. I, just, I, I have a little addendum here. I'm looking at the Australian McDonald's mis, uh, menu. Okay, what do we got? And so we've got uh, the uh, Big Brekkie. Oh. Mm-hmm. The sure. McFeast. Do they have beans in that? <laughs> they have. Well, they have gravy-loaded fries. Ooh, um, yeah. The thing that caught my eye was the Frozen Coke McSpider. Now, what is that? Now, that is a, <laughs> that seems to be some kind of Coca Cola product with whipped cream and then maybe spiders inside of it. Is that actual well, spiders? I don't. I have no, It's called the Frozen Coke McSpider. I'm sure that means something like actually delicious in Australia. I don't mm. know. That could actually go either way. If but you're it, Australian <laughs> and listening, let us know what that McSpider is all about. But I also, it's on the loose change menu. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. That is well, so much like better than the dollar menu. There's a place I go to sometimes in LA. It's called Night Market Song. And one thing they have is what they say it is a traditional relish that's served with various meals, but mm-hmm. it's made out of water bug. Like you have water bug mixed it like smashed Ugh. up into a bunch of spices. And I was like, this is a fucking joke on white people. Like this is, is just straight up a joke on Los Angeles being like, oh, this is because you crunch it. Like Ugh. I had one little bite of it and the legs and the stuff in it what? that are just like, it's just very bad. It's bugged me. It's, wait, hold on. That, this is like, uh, this is the future nobody wanted. Robots are taking over. They're now, by the way, Walmart has said they're going to get robot janitors. Um, they're going to double down on that. They're going to get a huge, huge army of dumb robots. Well, and now I, people as long are just as eating are, bugs. What's going on? Can you imagine if they were just so wanted, like, we're replacing the janitors, but we don't want to lose the authentic janitor feel, so we put a little tongue on it so it can still lick a child. <laughs> I don't think the janitors do that. And you have maligned janitors for far too many years on this program. We have a lot of great janitor listeners right now who are doing the work that others don't want to do because they're brave and because they see a mess and they clean it up for our comfort. I agree. I agree with that statement. I'm just saying the janitors who listen to us are the good ones. Uh-huh, you've said this before. All right. Well, I believe it's time for Hero of the Week. Is Are we at the Hero of the Week time? Oh, oh yeah. We, if we're going to do a Hero of the Week, we got to do it in all castle. Let's do it now. Let's hit you that play intro the, music. Yeah, new intro music. Recordings of number stations. I love listening to them. It is, it can be Hero of the Week, baby. Oh, yeah. Back in it. All right. This week's Hero of the Week, it's not just a hero. It's Heroes of the Week. Brett the Hitman Hart. He was given an acceptance speech in a WWE ring. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame where he belongs. He was a great 
awesome, incredible wrestler. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels said they, they loved wrestling with him. He was just one of the best that's ever graced us with his presence. Well, this lunatic, he's a 26-year-old. They say the word fan, but I'm going to say psycho. He's sure. not a fan. He jumped into the ring. This guy's name is Zachary Madsen. He slipped under the yellow ropes of the wrestling ring and knocked the hitman to the ground. Now, See, the I hero- thought that this was staged. No, this is, this is a dude. He was on social media leading up to the Hall of Fame, just being like, I'm going to go out there. He was he was hanging upside down, kind of like Joker makeup, which is oh. the cliche for all people who are psycho to be like, I'm edgy and crazy, um, but also artistic. So oh. he thought in his mind he was going to become of a be, be part of a storyline. But what happened was the heroes of the week are every single wrestler, including Davey Smith Jr., uh, who just beat the living hell out of him. So I want to see this video. I know that there's a video of it, right? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Yeah, watch the watch the video. They get on top of him, and then you can just see it was like 1990s football in the scrum. Everyone's taking little pops at him, little pokes at him, punching him in the face, punching him in the ribs, you know, really getting a good beat down on this guy. And as they're exiting the ring, Davy, Smith, Davy Boy Smith Jr. gives him a solid punch right in the face. So this man was lucky that the cop oh, showed up. Whoa! And that whoa. <laughs> I'm looking at the video right now. Yeah, what dude. a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, dude, they're huge. These and they Whoa. are like wrestlers are not. They, they, I know wrestling is it is staged, it is scripted. Of course, that's my biggest pet peeve while watching WrestleMania, or not just WrestleMania, but when watching wrestling with people, they'll be like, "Oh, that was staged." Yeah, everything is staged. It's all spots. They no, set up spots, still, and then they. Of course, but they're still physically doing the actions. Absolutely, so it's, it is very much real. You have to be very strong and very athletic to be a wrestler. Oh yeah, you can't. And you fake get the gravity. fucking hurt. You can, as a matter of fact, speaking of not being able to fake gravity and just do, doing feats of amazing uh, athletic d- displays, um, the Hardy Boys, Holden McNeely and I from Wizard and the Bruiser, we had a chance to go watch SmackDown this week, and the Hardy Boys won the tag team titles. I like the Usos as well, but it was cool to see the tag team go uh, titles go to the Hardy Boys because they are iconic. So anyway, so this Zach Manson guy, he was totally crazy. He tweeted about several several wrestlers, including Charlotte Flair, um, Daniel Bryan, Vince McMahon, and this is according to the tweet that he said uh, that he sent out. He said, "Road trip. I want to say thank you to Vince McMahon for helping guide us to the main event of WrestleMania 35." He posted that on April 14th. Um, so he is being held now. Uh, who fa- he's now? So now he faces assault and criminal trespass charges. Uh, he's being held on fifteen hundred dollar bail. And I gotta say, this guy was very lucky that the cops showed up because otherwise, those wrestlers were gonna tear him limb from limb because yeah, they are the heroes of the week. They were in the middle of beating him to death, and yep. that was great. No, that's what you get. He's like, oh, is it fake now? And there's a, I was watching for that one to just lay waste to him. Fucking, and oh, yeah. Eddie's told me horrible stories of what he, did, what he used to do in the dog pile. And how oh, he had his, his father told him is that you got to go in and grab the guy's nuts underneath oh, his fucking, yeah. like in the pile. I'm just like, oh. Yeah, there dude. was, people would be like, poke him in the eye, all that. That's when football was still football. It was Gosh, football. It and people um, just got their asses kicked in the scrum. Shit, but anyway, man. so good job. Way to protect Bret Hart. Um, and WrestleMania was awesome this year. So if you haven't watched it and you have the network, uh, check that one out. Um, uh, all right. I have a uh, letter from a listener uh, by the name of Sid. Okay. Uh, and it is a bit of literature written about, I believe it's about Veggie Tales. Okay. And I'm going to give it a, a little bit of a read. All right, let's. So this is about the the Christian show Veggie Tales. Yes. Okay. Um, it's called "I'd Need Less Jesus" by Scorpius is my Patronus. Okay. Um, do not endorse anything else by this person. I have no clue what this person's about, and um, mm-hmm. probably shouldn't even say the name because God knows what's connected to it. Right. Right. Perhaps. Larry held up his ten inch long Larry Junior. Bob winked and said, "Wow, you're long." That's what he said, said Larry, as he began to stroke his overglorified meat stick. Bob was super horny, and he pulled out his baby squirter and started pulling it. I'm ready, Bob, Larry said, mm. as his asshole was all lubed up now. Cool, but why do you have an asshole or vegetables? I don't know, just stick your little friend in there. So Bob did, but he wiped <laughs> off all the lube first, so it was super painful. Ah, Jesus, said Larry. Well, that's who this show is supposed to be about, said Bob while he fucked them. Ah, Bob, I'm going to come. 
Bob grabbed his cum cannon and ripped it out and stuck it in his mouth while Larry came. And then Larry said, whoa, did you just rip my prick off? That's hot. And Bob was like, yeah. Larry grabbed his vegetable hands around Bob's mini tomato and grabbed a knife and he started severing off Bob's weenie. Bob came unexpectedly and Larry stuck the knife in his asshole. Babe, I told you to come in me. No, you didn't. Really hope you're into choking because Larry grabbed Bob's neck and started throttling him. Bob was so turned on that he came again all over his half-severed dingle-dongle. Larry's fully served man-woman vegetable hood exploded with a cum a second later. God, you're good, babe, said Larry. Yeah, it's because I got Jesus Christ in me. Actually, I'm not in. Actually, I'm not in you yet, said Jesus, because Uh, he's always watching. Oh, oh, said Bob. Jesus stepped on him and started fisting him so his hands were covered in shit and blood. Oh, yeah, said Bob. Jesus stuck his flesh stick in there using the blood and shit as lube. Bob came and Larry moaned because Bob's cock was still in his mouth and was jerking off with a carrot peeler. And suddenly Larry walked over and pulled off Jesus' penis with his hands started shredding it with the carrot peeler. And Jesus was like, yes. And then he came too. The three of them put their dicks in a bucket and went on with the day bathing in post-sex glory and stroking their sore asses. All right. Well, I don't remember that being part of the VeggieTales storyline, but that's I very interesting. I never watched the cartoon. No, I, I never watched it either. It was just a little bit before my time or after my time, I suppose. Um, I guess okay. So. Well, thank you so much for that illuminating tale. Yeah. Um, thank you, yeah. Sid. Yeah. That's great. Very, you know, right to the point. Didn't, didn't you know, skirt around what this was all about here. No and, need uh, to act like we don't want to get just to the coming vegetables. I suppose so. And evidently the uh, genital mutilation is the theme of the day. Just I this suppose. episode. And sometimes just that's just episode. how it is. And that's a synchronicity. Oh, that's that's right. It's just a happy accident. That's uh, how, that's oh, is what that right? Say. You want to call those happy episode. accidents? Really? This, is that? Are you sure about that? This whole show is just nothing but a happy accident. Yeah, absolutely. Just a, just a fun smile time with my best friend and uh-huh. and Travis, who's chewing on your penis. No, he's and, not. All right, enough, enough. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, anything else? We got. We're going to be on the road, and we're going we to be on the road. See, we're going to be on the road. We're going to be on the planes. I'm I'm still not fat enough to say I'm too fat to fly, so I have to go on planes. Um, but which that's a good way to get exciting. out of doing the shows is that you become too fat to fly. I know, and then I'm just like, just give me the money, guys. Are you know, give me the money. Just give me the money. Just think about that. Um, and uh, yeah, so thank you all so much for listening really to Sad Stories. As always, you guys remember live, live, live. Got to. Got to. If you if you wake up in the morning and you're sad, you just go live. And yeah. make your knees get up. That really Absol- works. Absolutely. And same thing with laugh. If you want to look in the mirror and just go laugh, you could really kind of <laughs> get yourself back in the mood. Get yourself be like, laugh, laugh, you fucking bastard. Whoa. Laugh, you hollow bastard. Yeah, do I don't that know. yourself. Wow. And love. But uh-huh. never yell love. Just say love. 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 When anybody says to me, like, how are you doing today? You go, love. You start to sound like a the person that you know lives at a bus station, but yeah, sure, sure, and nothing wrong positive. with living at a bus station, unless um, unless someone's asked you to leave. Well, then you technically do have to leave. I understand the rules of trespassing. Um, All right, everyone. Thank you so much. And thanks for giving to our Patreon. Don't forget, you can have listen to our Patreon interviews that Henry and I do. They're very, very fun. And thank you all so much for listening. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magustalations. Hail me. Suck that dick. Don't bite it. Do not cut off anybody's body parts, including yourself. That's the that's the rule of the week. Good listen. This is a very good lesson. Mm-hmm. Fun times. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, 
They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.